Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. everyone and welcome back to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. This is a special episode today uh, to talk about some of the current news impacting small businesses uh, throughout, um, well, throughout the world. Um, but first, as always, I want to be sure and thank our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. Uh, it is their grants to us that not only allow us to produce this show, but uh, allow us to provide grants and services to small businesses uh, up and down the Rhode Island Avenue and Bladensburg Main Street corridors. Um, so thank you to DSLBD and DHCD. Uh, also want to give a quick programming note about um, the upcoming Porch Fest. We, we have Porch Fest scheduled for Saturday, April 11th. And at this time, we uh, we don't have any news to share about that other than we are monitoring uh, the situation. The uh, the mayor has asked um, for all gatherings um, over a thousand people, uh, and in that you know is changing moment by moment um, to be held until after March thirty first. And since our event is April eleventh. Um, we're, we're kind of in a, a little bit of a holding pattern. Um, we, we may end up postponing it, um, to another, uh, Saturday later on in, in the summer. Uh, but for now, uh, everything is, is in a holding pattern for porch fest. Uh, so be sure and stay tuned to our website and our social media, RIA main street, uh, for more information, uh, about porch fest as that comes along. Um, it, it really is um, some some crazy stuff happening these days. Uh, and so we wanted to have this special episode to talk about um, some of the impacts that coronavirus, COVID-19, is, is having on our local economy and specifically on small businesses. And while we're in a bit of uncharted territory here, um, we we wanted to share what we what we think we know as far as resources uh, available for small businesses and how you as a small business owner can, um, can do your best to prepare for some, some economic challenges over the next uh, few weeks, months, uh, however long this may go on. Um, and uh, I and, and all of the other main street directors were in uh, a fantastic meeting uh, this past Tuesday morning um, uh, hosted by the Department of Small and Local Business Development. And they brought in um, Sarah Gibson from an organization called 20 Degrees uh, to talk about just this. And um, I was, I, I really liked what Sarah had to say. So what do I do? I invite her to be on this show. So uh, welcome, Sarah. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you, Kyle. It's good to be here. Uh, certainly these are very serious times, but what we know about the district is we always rise to the occasion, and yeah. that's exactly what we're seeing today. Sure, sure. Uh, we, we're, a, we're a tough nut oh, to, yeah. to crack here, so um, thanks, for, thanks for joining us. Uh, I want to start off by, by talking some of the basics. Um, yeah. 
Um, COVID is, is, um, I, my wife and I went to the grocery store last night in, uh, our, our normally very well stocked grocery store. It's just a, a, a decimated zone. Um, it's always amazing to me to see the, uh, bottled water, milk, and toilet paper aisles decimated uh, for something like this. Uh, we also had a, a little bit of a chuckle that there were no frozen pizzas available. We're highly predictable. <laughs> uh, but um, anyway, um, this is obviously already having uh, a significant impact on businesses uh, with the, the cancellation of uh, major sporting events, um, concerts, uh, and all of the all of the businesses that uh, kind of surround that area, restaurants, um, the entertainment um, industry uh, is really obviously already suffering. Um, but also uh, our regular day-to-day businesses are, are, are already starting to see a, a downturn in, in the people walking in their front doors. And uh, there is always the potential that it's going to get worse before it gets better. So one of the things that, that you uh, were talking about on Tuesday was, um, you know, kind of a, a preparedness checklist, uh, yeah. if you will. Um so let's start there. Let's let's start about the thing. Let's start talking about some of the things that businesses can do um, to start thinking about um, how to how to handle this situation. Absolutely. Uh, this is a time where we're all searching for how can we how can we make sense of what's happening. And those of us who've been around a little while, everything from Hurricane Sandy to nine eleven with anthrax to the downturn. It's and yet this is its own moment, and we also have lessons from the past that we can pull forward if we can just grab a moment of oxygen, uh, so we can remember what we know. So that's where this came from. We have been thinking uh, as a company about what lessons can we pull forward to help social enterprises, small businesses, and nonprofits. And that's where this came from, from our own learned and lived experience from previous moments that were, that felt just as hard as they were unfolding. So first, keep calm, informed, and prepared. The good news is we were talking outside, Kyle, is that good information is starting to really flow. Early in the week, it felt like there was silence, and that almost felt harder. I suspect what will happen soon is that it's going to get noisy and loud, and the next challenge will be to figure out who is trusted. Now, the good news in the district is that there is really solid information coming from our local officials, our health department. We also have some really uh, great places. Um, We have some experts that we are turning to, and so finding the sources that you trust Um, and making sure that you have taken a moment to take care of yourself. You can't be there for your business, for your family, if you haven't just taken a moment. So that's the first thing that's important. Two, prioritize communication. We like to say, like hand washing, we should always be prioritizing this. But it's a reminder to do it extra long, extra hard, and extra, um, extra specific. Start with your staff. Tell them how much you care about them. People are nervous. People are looking for leaders. Um, You've started a business. You are already in a rare part of the population who can see the unknown. So 
as entrepreneurs, as small business owners, we are psychologically more equipped than others to handle this moment. We can step in and we can already see the other side. We were talking out front about August. Um, we can imagine what this looks like when it when it starts to ebb. Right, right. And and by communi- you know, clear communication or, or communication period, mm-hmm. you know, as you mentioned, not not only with your staff, um, mm-hmm. but um, you know, in my mind, that means communicating with your customers. You know, mm-hmm. what, and and we've seen a way. I don't know about you, but I have seen a wave of emails in my inboxes from. Um, from businesses that I work with, you know, talking about what they're doing, how they're addressing this, um, what uh, what they're expecting in the way of their business services to 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 look like, um, and and you know, by all means, uh, wishing everyone uh, well and to be safe. Um, but it seems like it's also a really good time to to bump up your your business presence, you know, absolutely because. I mean, let's face it, is people are teleworking um, and or off uh, because their their business is closed or, or what have you. Um, it's a good time to, to start doing some behind the scenes um, stories about your business. And, and it seems to me a really good time to uh, be pushing out some original content about your business um, to keep people engaged with your business. So... By the time everything gets back to normal, they're like, man, I, I did nothing but watch videos of Zeke's teaching us how to do pour over coffees. I cannot wait to get back in there. Absolutely. I think it's two tactical things. One, make an actual list down to even the names of some people you want to make sure that you are communicating with. Don't leave this to broad strokes right now. And two, they are thinking about this moment. Tell them how you are thinking about them in this moment and what you do that specifically adds value. I got an email this morning from an event location who is also a mixed use space and said, tell us, we're going to stay open um, right now until, until otherwise. Tell us how we can help you. Send an email here. This is a practice that we do. Um, your point about Zeke's is a great one. Um, if you can do delivery service, Tell us how you can help. You know, whatever it is that you add value, put it in the context of this moment and tell your best customer, Tom, or, you know, your customer who you see always on Thursday, Sally, or whatever, you know, the the family you see on, on Saturday and the, the five-year-old Dominique who always comes by and you offer a lollipop to. Um, take time for mass communication and also for specific communication. Good point. Good point. Let's see, next, this is also a moment where you need to really understand your numbers. This is where small business uh, is not always as strong as we could be. You need to know very specifically your cash runway. If you lose 30, 40, 75% of your revenue for 14, 30, 60, 90 days, how far can you go? What bills must you pay? Who do you need to call? Lenders like to be talked to. This is not a time to go silent on your bank. Call them. Cannot say that loud enough, Sarah. Yep. Yeah. They, um, it may not be good news, but they'd rather hear bad news than no news. Um, so, and if you have good news, call them anyways. Assume that they are nervous too. Um, so just call your banker. Just 
because, you know, they're humans too. Um, and, you know, in terms of thinking about who else must get paid, who can maybe withstand, um, who's going to get a partial payment? As clear as you can be, how, what expenses can you tap down? But also that comes from knowing what, what are variable costs and, and how can you start pulling back now? There was a great quote about um, no one really regrets uh, moving, moving quickly in a time like this. So be decisive. You can pivot later, but now's not a time to waffle, particularly around money. Um, I would say in the, next, in the next thing, when you're really um, run your scenarios, is your business going to look the way it does right now in 30 days, in 60 days? If we go to full shutdown, um, if we continue at a parcel shutdown, Run those scenarios. Again, not in your head. Write them down. Find someone. Um, is there a, a neighbor next door? Is there some sort of on and off that you can deal with? Always prioritizing health and safety. We were talking to one of our clients the other day, and he's doing some great safety stuff. We said, well, well tell your contractor that. That's value added right now. Sure. Get credit for it. So get credit for the good things you're doing, particularly if it's costing you more. Because <laughs> there's never enough good credit to go around. No, absolutely not. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's, that's I'd say, the, the, the um, well, I lost my other note, but just know. But, but in addition, the last thing I would say is think about the story that you want to have told about you as a leader and you as a business. This will end. And when it's done, what's the headline that right. you want to be set about? Set right. about and spend some time on this because what you write down might be the story that comes true. Right, right, and and it, you know, it's uh, it's wide and varied those stories, and uh, it's it's been fascinating to watch the social media of of some of those small businesses in the in the area that is you know running the gamut of um, well. Um, we're not going to make it. Uh, good luck. See you on the other side to, Hey, guess what? I know that you can't come to our fitness classes. So we're going to put our fitness classes online and, and, and stream our group fitness classes. So you can follow along at home. Um, so it's, it, it, it really is a, a spectrum of, of responses. And um, I, I cannot stress to, to businesses enough that, um, there, there are a lot of business expenses that we can't avoid, whether it's, whether it's rent or utilities or, or, or payroll or taxes, what have you, but using social media is free. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, sure. You can spend a few dollars on, you know, a sponsored, a sponsored post to, to spread your, spread your message, but you know, uh, if, if there's anything you can do to keep your business, um, in people's minds during, during this tough time, it is, it is putting yourself out there on social media in a, in a positive way and in a way that is inspiring people and, uh, making them feel good about your brand. I think that's right. And social media, you know, I know that as a small business owner myself, it's hard to find time to engage meaningfully. And if you don't feel like you're the type who has the confidence to put content out, get a presence, 
and start commenting on other people. You don't have to put the content out. You can just um, retweet, find uh, find people. You, you know people who are out on social media. Um, we're 20 Degs Impact. I'm SPG09. You know, I'm, what, what's your handle? I'm sure you all, you have one. RIA Main Street. Yeah, there's lots of good people. Uh, you know, check local officials. There's, there's smart people out there. So when we're following them, um, see what they're doing, amplify them. Channels, there's good information on Twitter. Insta is going to be very interesting. LinkedIn is very good for B2B sales. Pick your channels. You don't have to do all of them and you don't have to be generating content. There is a lot to be said for just finding people you already know, IRL, in real life, and engaging with them because it used to feel silly, perhaps, if you are new to this space, to, and maybe even redundant because you saw them in real life. Well, due to social distancing, you're probably not going to see them. And if you are, stand back. You probably shouldn't be seeing them right now. So, so you know, this is, this is a neat way to, to take those relationships in a different place and, and even be creative about it. Also, if you haven't uh, found a way to really be creative around video conferencing and, and whatnot, and also to be authentic on it, right? It's one way to, we've, and a lot of us have seen that video where you kind of half pay attention on a conference call. Well, that's not going to cut it anymore. So how can we be present and really challenge ourselves to not let the medium stand in the way of authenticity, of relationship, because that's what's going to get us through this moment. And that is what our community is going to remember. I was saying I saw a headline earlier from a columnist that said, um, you're not going to like who you're about to become Mm. when it comes to pandemics. Apparently, this has been true. And I just don't think that's the story that's, that is told about small business owners. It's not the story that I know about the district. And it's not the story that I will let be told about me or our company. Um, so what's the story that I want to be told? That first and foremost, I did everything I could to keep my family and my community safe. So I, we're already practicing social distancing. We've moved all of our meetings to virtual until April 15th. And we will reevaluate after that. Um, we were already set up for it, actually. We've upgraded our Zoom accounts. Um, we uh, we do Zoom instead of calls whenever we can because it's easier to stay present. Mm-hmm. Um, we really make a discipline of it. Um, I, my business partner and I earlier were talking about how can we set a schedule so that we can, we have we all have families. So how can we find a time that works around when our children are there because we'll be doing some version of homeschooling, probably. So let's be realistic about that. How can our children actually interact during this time as well? Um, I have an older one. He's a little. He has a younger one. Can they read to each other? So we're also realizing that these are unusual times. It isn't just business as usual. Um, two, how can we add additional value? We're thinking about reaching out to not just um, our current clients. We're pushing out a lot of content, things like this, because this is what we do. The story we want to be told about us is that we were the calm in the storm. We kept breathing. We brought oxygen into the room. Um, We are here for the community. We also want to make sure we're bringing best practices. There's going to be a lot of nonsense out there, and it's only going to get worse. But how are we leaning on best practices? you know, that's where we're saying look to go, look to government, um, you know, props to the district. Um, who are their trusted financial institutions? Who are the trusted financial voices? Um, and that remembering this is a marathon and not a sprint. Take care of yourself. 
take care of your people. Uh, so let's let's start um, talking a little bit more in depth about um, resources. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I think that there, you know, there's a, obviously a bunch of channels of, of resources that we can discuss. Um, yeah. um, the the two highest channels are either uh, resources that are available to businesses or resources that businesses can make available to their yeah. customers. Um, so let's let's start with uh, businesses to customers. And when I say customers, I don't necessarily mean the person who's paying you for the cap, the cup of coffee. Um, I, but also, I mean, your, your, your staff are your customers, right? Um, your, your, um, your, your vendors, the, the people who, who sell you things are also a customer of yours, uh, in a, in a kind of a weird reverse way, but, but you get where I'm going with yeah. that. Um, and it, it's, you know, as, as our office was, um, figuring out what we were going to do, you know, one of the things that, that I felt was important for us was to clearly communicate, um, to our staff, uh, what, our chain of command was going to be, uh, if, if any of us got sick, you know, who's, who's next in line to, to make decisions. Um, if, um, if, uh, if, if we have to, uh, make decisions to, uh, 100% telecommute, how, you know, what, what things are we going to put in place to reach our customers, uh, we we have a bunch of information, for instance, that we want to get out to small business owners. And, and we're very lucky that we have email addresses yep. for the vast majority of them. And another um, big chunk, follow us on social media. But there's, there's always, particularly in um, these great uh, neighborhoods that are full of history, there's always businesses that they don't have email. And... Um, they don't use social media. So how are we getting that information to them? And, you know, the answer is, well, we can either drop things off, drop information off for them in person, which is, you know, do we really want to do that? Do they want us to do that? Um, I think we've, you know, we're going to be mailing, right. You you good old USPS. We're going to be mailing some information out to businesses that we don't have email addresses for. Um, and and I think small businesses uh, and and organizations should be, if they aren't already, they should be talking to their staff about staffing changes, about um, uh, maybe reduction in hours, what that's going to look like uh, for those employees financially, what that's going to look like um, as far as a communication tree around changes. Yeah, I think, absolutely. I think that one make a list of. Your, your stakeholders, who your your employees, your senior staff, um, your key vendors. Um, some things that we are seeing is that you should expect supply chain disruptions. Um, you should expect staffing disruptions. Um, who needs to have important information like bank account passwords, like signature authority? Think about that now. Um, communications. Who can speak on behalf of your organization who can talk to the press um are do you have any talking points how does that this is often more formal than a nonprofit or a nonprofit or a social enterprise or a small business will think about um at this stage of the game um have those conversations now write more things down than we are often inclined to do yep passwords 
yes. Uh, well, you should you should have those things um, uh, in a chain of command anyway. Uh, I always give the analogy to my staff: if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, here's what you need to know to keep the organization running. And yep, there's a notebook with passwords. Yep, and that is not something that small business does naturally. We were talking to a founder yesterday who he's a solo founder and he does have an operations person, but the operations person does not have the insight into the finances. So we've asked him to, you know, hey, consider who else has insight into finance. You need to get this invoice out um, in a number of days to make sure you get paid to get through this. Um, so that sort of insight that that might be uncomfortable for small businesses, but this is a time for an emergency succession plan if you don't sure. have one. Sure. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, resources available to businesses. Yeah. Uh, I think the District of Columbia is doing a great job in disseminating information um, as it becomes available. Uh, for those of you who may not have yet heard this, um, the, the mayor has set up an entire website. I believe it's coronavirus. Uh, dc.gov um, and uh, by all means uh, keep track of that and that's you know it's not just for business owners but it's it's for everybody here in DC uh, but there will obviously be some some information available uh, the several uh, Main Street directors and I were on a, a, a conference call with council member McDuffie uh, yesterday to to ask he was asking us you know what what we think our businesses need and, and what, what the council as a whole is doing. I know uh, Chairman Mendelson has introduced some, some emergency legislation to aid businesses. Um, the packet just came out yesterday. We will have it on um, the, the initial legislation uh, language uh, available on our website, riamainstreet.org. Uh, and so you can take a look at it there. You can take a look at it on Chairman Mendelson's website. Um, they they post all of all of their legislation that they introduce on their individual websites, and then there's an entire legislative track of tracking system on the um, DC Council US website. So uh, you know, keep an eye out on that because um, the the District of Columbia the the mayor's office, the DC council, um, they're already working to find, um, ways to help businesses in the district of Columbia, uh, in a real way, in a, in a, in a way that will hopefully be meaningful. Um, right now that looks like a lot of things. And so everything that I'm about to say is not set in stone. So, <laughs> so don't, don't hold everybody to, to these things, but you know, we're hearing things like, you know, is, is there going to be some sort of, um, Commercial tax relief, um, payroll, payroll taxes, um, uh, or deferment for for taxes due to maybe to a later date. Um, they're they're talking about some emergency funding that that can help businesses get through the these tough times um, uh, for at least for a short period of time. Again, there's there's no word on you know, what those fund dollars will look like, uh, when they will be available or if they will even be approved. But, but these are some of the things that our city leaders are kicking around. So, um, you know, I, I want all the businesses that they're listening to rest assured that, 
that they are thinking about you and and we recognize the the impact that that this uh, pandemic is going to have, particularly here in D.C. So um, there's there's definitely uh, plans in the works to offer assistance. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, there <laughs> there have been uh, so many things in my inbox in the form of toolkits. I mean, Sarah, what what you're talking about is um, is is brilliant stuff and, and it's common sense stuff um, and. Uh, you know, we've also gotten things from, uh, um, um, we got, I got something from Facebook called a small business resilience toolkit. Um, and you can visit, um, facebook.com and, uh, facebook.com backslash business. And there are all these resources for businesses, including this, uh, resilience toolkit, a quick action guide, all, all downloadable, uh, and, and, um, a, f- a few courses, uh, to learn how to support your customers in challenging times is the headline on that. Um, SBA.gov um, also has information about coronavirus and resources for small businesses. Uh, whether or not that is uh, something that is rolled out to D.C. yet, uh, we don't know. But um, well, and, I, and we have our local SBDC. We'd also check absolutely. them out as well. And um, I think in terms of the plans, there, it, this is also quickly going to get overwhelming, right? So yeah, whatever you do, do something. Um, you know, we've we've We'll have a checklist, and you know, when we close out, we can we can go over our quick checklist. I think, you know, if I were to sum up some of the pieces that you will expect to see in the marketplace, you know, what what's coming at us? Revenue drops, personnel uncertainty, supply chain disruption, partnership disruption, and if you're trying to raise any investor money, that's that's going to be even more questionable. Absolutely, I. You know, I, I I gave the the word about our our potential um, delay of Porch Fest. We've we've already had spon- sponsors, you know, saying so. What's the contingency plan? You know, what can we expect to have done with our our sponsor yeah. dollars? And and that that's for that's for every level of investment, not just a, a silly little neighborhood event that has uh, sponsors. Yeah, but this is where um, keeping your head making sure you're safe and, uh, you know, doing what we do as business owners, coping and adjusting, um, moving forward, staying true to who we are, remembering why we do this and, and make sure we're, we're there for our neighbors. Cause that's why we do this. Um, cause that's what matters the most, right? Yep. And, and business owners, uh, do not forget that your main street program is your, your number one ally. Um, there are now 24 main streets in the district of Columbia. Um, if you are operating Main Street in the District of Columbia, chances are good that you are in a Main Street somewhere <laughs> at this rate, at the, uh, the rate that Main Streets are being added. Um, and, uh, you know, reach out to your to your area Main Street director. If you aren't sure if you're in a Main Street, uh, you can go to dslbd.dc.gov. Um, there's a, a place, don't ask, don't ask me to give you the direct URL for that, but um, poke around on, on the DSLBD. Department of Small and Local Business Development website, um, and there's a place where you can actually type in your business address, and it will tell you um, what what small business services are available to you, uh, and it will tell you if you're located in a Main Street, and if so, which one. Um, so if you are located in a Main Street direct uh, area, 
reach out to your Main Street director. Uh, we have we have grants available to help small businesses, um, and and if we run out of money, we got we got sleeves we can roll up and mm-hmm. and help. Um, in any way we can, uh, we can provide assistance for, for that social media outreach. We can help you spread the word about your business. We can help you with, uh, spreading messages about your business. Um, and, and probably any number of things that we can't even think of that you might need help on right now. Uh, just, just remember that we're there. Uh, for those of you on the uh, Bladensburg Main Street, Upper Bladensburg Road, Main Street, and uh, Rhode Island Avenue, Main Street, uh, you can check us out at riamainstreet.org um, and uh, hit us up with email. Be sure and sign up for our newsletter because we are sending information out um, on a weekly basis uh, as, a, as a regular matter, of course. But then, uh, obviously, more often as as need be for business owners uh, related to this issue. Um, you can also find us on social media, uh, RIA Main Street, on uh, most of the primary channels. Um, so be sure and follow us. Be sure and follow the District of Columbia, um, uh, Mayor Bowser's uh, social media, um, the D.C. Council social media, um, social media for Department of Small and Local Business Development. These are all great resources for you. Um, so don't hesitate to to, to uh, follow them and don't hesitate to reach out for help. Uh, don't, don't sit there and try to figure things out all for yourself if you get stuck. Uh, that's what we're here for. That's literally our job. So, so give us a shout. Sarah, any, any, uh, any last words? Let's recap, uh, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, a couple things. Um, you know, what to do. One, run your analysis of your business. How are you financially? How are you personnel-wise? How are you operationally? Write it down. Be specific. Know it under different scenarios. Two, find more runway. Figure out what government programs can help you. Find Are there other programs? Uh, how can you extend it? Call your bank. Find flexibility. Cut your expenses today. Three, Remember, this is a marathon and a public health crisis and a community moment. Take care of yourself. Take care of your people. And I'd say the last piece of advice, um, I saw a quote, it's from uh, Michael Levitt, that everything you say in advance of a pandemic seems alarmist and everything you've done after it starts is inadequate. Um, So as we're doing, uh, move decisively. Don't be afraid to pivot. Um, And as I had said earlier, The story about the district is going to be one of innovation, community, positivity, and we will endure. We always have, and we will roar back. We will get through this. And as small business owners, I think we've got a, we're going to be a big part of that, that resiliency. So look forward to to keeping track of all the businesses across the up and down the, the main streets and, um, visiting all of you, uh, just as soon as social distancing, uh, changes and, and, and in creative ways until then. Great, great. I think that's a perfectly positive way to uh, to wrap up the show, folks. We will um, we will continue to keep you updated as much as possible uh, with with information. But um, like I said, uh, be sure and uh, do do your own due diligence around uh, staying informed. Um, we will we will touch base with you soon. Um, thanks everyone for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye bye. Thank you.